Hey guys, and welcome to our podcast, Stellar Gnosis. And I'm your host today, The Trinity, and I'm here with Star Fox and Seven. And today we're going to be talking about the evolution theory for humanity. Wow. Yeah. That sounds so awesome. So many people in the Western culture believe we have descended from Australopithecus or Neanderthal. But this theory is not true with new science emerging. For about 150 years, our school textbooks have written that the Darwin theory is truth which is based upon competition rather than cooperation. That story tells us that it's the survival of the fittest and that we are all here by accident and that we're a product of random mutation. No way. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens. When you think that you're a product of random mutations, you don't value life. Exactly. You don't value your own life. You don't feel purposeful. Exactly. You think life is meaningless. Essentially an accident of biology. Yes, a blob floating on a bigger blob. Yeah, it's not true. It's not the truth at all. Nope. We are not here by accident. And we are not insignificant, powerless beings. Preach. I agree. (laughs) Talking about where we actually come from is actually a very triggering topic for most people. But the science is catching up with us after many years. That's so true. I wonder why do you think that is? Oh, I'm going to get to it. Oh, okay. So this research is based upon Greg Braden's work and his <gasps> cutting edge new discoveries about DNA evidence that's now available through new technologies. And it tells us that our DNA is not descendant from Neanderthals. For example, the science is showing us that What we are called are atomically modern humans, and we appeared on this earth 200,000 years ago. And the the DNA we have today is the same DNA that we had 200,000 years ago. So it has not changed. We haven't changed since then. So unlike fossils and various forms of plants and animals, we humans have not had a slow evolutionary path leading to to where we are today. Mm -hmm. So... There are instead a series of precise genetic mutations that are responsible for the neurocortex, which is the largest part of the human brain, located at the front of the brain, which gives us empathy, sympathy, compassion, and deep intuition. And perhaps most importantly, an extraordinary ability to self-regulate our emotions and our bodies. We can heal in a way that no other life form on this planet can. We as humans have the ability for self-healing and many, many more things. And we've had these great abilities since the moment we appeared on this planet. And Mm. the science is now proving this. Amazing. You're speaking my language, girl. (laughs) (laughs) So a growing number of scientists now say these abilities are beyond what could have happened through evolution alone. This appears to be intentional. This is groundbreaking news for us guys. It means we were not here by accident. And that perhaps a otherworldly being is responsible for fusing chromosome number two, which is our neurocortex, to have the function of empathy and compassion. This is what gives us our humanness. It's a result of genetic fusion, a fusion of DNA that gives us human qualities. 
Wow. And so now we have the science to back that up. Oh, you wait, you wait and hear this oh, wow. science. <laughs> <laughs> so fusions do happen in nature, but not like this. Um, our chromosome number two is the second largest chromosome in the human body, which is 8% of every cell. It's the chromosome that gives us the cortex in our brain that allows logic, sympathy and empathy and compassion. Another discovery scientists have found was whoever fused chromosome number two fused chromosome number seven, which is a gene called Fox P2 chromosome. Other primates have this chromosome and they have had it for 75 million years. That has not changed. But 200,000 years ago, at the same time we appeared on this planet, Fox P2 gene was shifted by two little letters and gave us the ability for complex language and speech. No other animal or creature has this ability. That's right. So the fact that this happened at the same time that chromosome number two was fused has never happened in the ape family ever in wow. evolution. Well, I, this is my thing too. Because like, we ain't apes. <laughs> why, why haven't we seen in the last thousands of years that we had recorded history, primates or, or any apes evolve alongside of us? There's no documented. Yes. Why exactly. do apes even exist still? Because the evolved version, the early versions of, of evolution always die off. Like chickens and yeah. exactly. crocodiles supposedly came from dinosaurs, but the pre-existing version of them doesn't still exist. Mm -hmm. And and if, if Neanderthals came from apes and we came from Neanderthals, why is there a gap? Why are the apes here? But the Neanderthals are gone, but we're here. Like there's holes, I think. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's actually called inferred lines. So scientists assume that we were connected but mm. i'm gonna get into this based guys. off of similar biologies mm -hmm. we'll, we'll see watch okay, okay so the precision and the intentionality to make that switch is a genetic evidence that we are not darwin's theory of evolution the world is rapidly changing and we are understanding more of where we come from and who we are we need to use these extraordinary gifts to create the world we want to see for our children and for ourselves we are coming to terms that the old way of thinking no longer serves us and that this gives us the opportunity to empower ourselves to change our future for the better. We have all been taught that the brain is the master organ in the human body, but new studies show that the heart is where the brain gets its signals from. These two organs work together wow. in harmony as a single potential system that allows us to self-regulate like no other life on this planet. Mm -hmm. The heart is literally a hundred times stronger magnetically than the brain. Thus meaning feelings are much more magnetic than thoughts. So when you're using your heart to feel, it will attract what you want to obtain in the quantum field. In 1991, a study showed that every human has approximately 40,000 special brain-like cells in our hearts that think, sense, and remember independently from the brain. We tend to believe that when we heal traumatic experiences, we have to heal it from our minds. But ask yourself this, how many times do we address these experiences separately in the heart space? Mm -hmm. I digress because heart and brain coherency is yet another topic for us to discuss about in the future. It also goes to say the phrase, um, a broken heart, right? Because you feel that's where you feel it, not in your mind. You mm -hmm. feel it in your chest. Yeah, exactly. I think emotions are important. They play an important role, especially in manifesting. You know, when you feel a certain way, no matter what you think in your head, your feeling that emotion could regulate the whole, the whole day, your whole year, your whole life. Yes. Because those are what become habits, your and feelings over, about yeah. certain things. 
Moreover, in 1987, scientists have found a body of an infant Neanderthal, well-preserved and carbon dated to about 30,000 years ago. She is supposed to be one of our ancestors, but now that the scientists have the DNA, they can now compare it to an overlap in her bone marrow in comparison to ours. The discovery they had made from that bone marrow sample was released in the year 2000, and the conclusion that they had cu- that they had came to was that we do not descend from Neanderthals. This was published in the journal Nature, Volume 404, March 30th, year 2000. So now we know we are not them, but evidence shows we did in fact share the earth with them, which further proves that we did not descend from them. Wow. And you think something like that would have been front page news? No, like that changes everything. But as you, you said, see. it's triggering as heck. Cro-Magnon, which is an older term used, but now re-termed as AMH, which is an acronym for Atomically Modern Humans, where we showed up on this planet 200,000 years ago and we have the exact same DNA as they do, meaning we are them and they are us. If you were to take their skull and compare it to our skull today, they would be the exact same. The only difference was that they were a tad bit bigger bone than us because they use their bodies much more than we do with walking and running and whatnot. Mm. Meaning that we were here on this planet fully equipped and able to do everything that our bodily functions do today. We did then and we haven't changed. This is a problem when you look at the Darwin theory being taught in universities and schools, today's classrooms, in textbooks. We would need to write the curriculums and rewrite the textbooks. Everything. Exactly. Ah. The real question that we need to be asking is why did we show up fully evolved here on planet Earth 200,000 years ago? And how did we get here? Some splicing and dicing. Yeah, exactly. From the master geneticists. The master geneticists apparently got rid of the redundancies in those in those genes, those overlaps. So a lot of people think that just because we share DNA must be that we are descendants from the Neanderthals. But that's not truth at all. We share DNA with a fruit fly. We share DNA with cows, with cats, with dogs. Anything you can imagine, we share its DNA. A banana, I've heard too. Exactly. I'm a banana. And you can check out this information (laughs) out in peer-reviewed studies from the journal Nature, volume 444, July 2006. Volume 444? Yep. And you can see from those studies that we do share some DNA, but not all of the same DNA. Just like we do with other species on this planet. So this poses an issue. If we have known about this for many years now, why aren't our mainstream textbooks and teachers teaching this in class? Why is our generation and younger generations being taught only that the Darwin theory is the only theory of evolution? The truth is that they don't want you to know humanity's true origins or where we actually come from and who we actually are. We have to look at the reasons why mainstream science and schools don't want us to know the information and be aware of these discoveries is because if you think about it, if you're a corporation or a university grad student and your funding is reliant on corporations who have invested interests in Darwin's theory of evolution because they're making pharmaceutical drugs, Mm. there are so many reasons why. But I can tell you this. We are galactic beings. We are made up of the same components that make up the stars. We are literally made of stardust. And that saying is true because we are made of primarily of four elements of life, which are oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, and nitrogen. And with small amounts of calcium, 
phosphorus, potassium, and a few other elements. About 90% of what we are made of came from the stars that exploded roughly 4.4 billion years ago. We are literally connected to the stars. We are far more advanced than we are led to believe. We are pushed into mainstream ways of thinking due to the control aspect. If you knew how powerful you are, would you continue to pay taxes? Would you continue to work at your nine to five job for a corporation that doesn't even care about your well-being whatsoever? Heck no. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. Darwin never intended for his theory to be the end of all further investigation as to where we come from. It was meant to bridge us to this new knowledge. This theory has been around since 1858. It's been 150 years. I think it's time we look past this and acknowledge that the new science is telling us something completely different than we were told. Even Darwin expresses in his own book, his theory might not support very complex organs in the body or organisms themselves. Darwin expected his theory to fall or at least change and grow. Evolve over time. Yes, the resistance there too is so telling because we went from a flat earth theory to a spherical earth theory and that was okay. And that's a huge leap in, in change and understanding and, and theory. But but we can't make that small leap of maybe we weren't Neanderthals. Maybe we are a different species. Yeah. Well, we need to stop assuming that his theory was the only theory out there and start to realize that we actually come from other planets or that someone put us here on purpose. Perhaps it was the god Ptah in ancient Egypt, whose hieroglyphic is the DNA strand, the mm-hmm. master geneticist. Perhaps he made us in his own image. What I'm getting across here is that the fusion implies that it was intentionally done and every ancient indigenous culture, including Sumerian, talks about us being a product of an intentional act from an intelligent source of life that originates from another part of the universe and is not native to this planet, which suggests we are hybrids. These cultures teach us that we are made up of the minerals and stars that we are infused with the DNA of these higher dimensional beings or ETs, gods or whatever you would like to describe them as. But one thing is for sure, they are trying really hard for this information to remain a secret. And it's our duty and destiny to make sure humanity knows how special they are and that it takes a million cells to work together for even for us to take a simple breath or even to blink, not to mention all of the things that our bodies are doing while we remain unconscious of it. For example, digesting our food and keeping our blood pumping through our veins. We must know as a species that this all did not happen for no reason that there are no accidents or coincidences we are here for a purpose and i truly believe that purpose is to create brain and heart coherence to show each other unconditional love what do you guys think that was the greatest motivational speech i've ever heard in my life (laughs) thank you um so (laughs) what are your what do you guys think about this so i just wanted to touch on you know me and the pleiadians collective it's they hold a special place in my heart and spiritual awakening and through their channelings they talk about master geneticists um, putting together the human DNA and they had races other alien races coming from all around the galaxy who wanted to participate in the creation of humans and offer up parts of their DNA to be added to the human DNA exactly and they also took elements of the earth itself um, to add to it so they they make humans sound like we are an encyclopedia of species and elements from the earth and the galaxy itself. Well, think about this one. We have all these animals on earth, right? 
And we have all these constellations that are illustrated as mm-hmm. you know, lions, you have fish, you have Leo, all these constellations. My personal opinion is that these were actually gifts from those star systems. I, I yes. like that. Yeah. I like that. I could see that. Or that they had left these gifts because mm-hmm. they had infused their DNA into yep. ours. For example, Lyrans, mm-hmm. lions, mm-hmm. right? Yes. We could see that. Or even reptilians, reptiles. Pisces, fish. Yep. Exactly. We were a very exciting project that uh, everyone wanted to contribute Absolutely. to. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that the species on Earth are, are contributions from other other star systems. You put that very well. Yeah, which would explain why we have all these star seeds and light workers and people who feel so deeply in their soul that they have come from other star systems and alien races. It could literally be down to on a DNA level. Exactly. Versus a soul reincarnation level. It could actually be in your your blood, your skin, your DNA. It just literally is. It, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, it literally is. And it just <laughs> blows my mind that people think that their life is useless or that there's no point or purpose, but there is a purpose to you being here. Yes. We all affect each other like a ripple effect in a pond. Mm-hmm. And that ripple effect affects the not only in the spot that you threw the rock in, but it affects the entire pond, which is exactly like our collective. And so what I'm trying to get across here is that we are magnificent beings of love and we were made in the images of these quote unquote gods, meaning that we are gods and goddesses ourselves. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who are Christian will go against that, who are like born again Christians and who take the Bible literally but in the Bible, it, Jesus actually said to the Jewish people, yes. ye are gods. And that's the thing. Like, God is inside of us and all around us. Everything is God. Everything was created in his image. Yeah. Even us and all the animals and everything. So we have to take that into consideration that we are on this planet for something special. And even the animals, too. They are also from parts of the galaxy, like lions and lyrians. Yes. And all of these species are also not just earth made but they're galactic and humans were made to be caretakers of the earth that's why we are such reflections of each other that's why our veins look like rivers and our our eye nebulas look like space nebulas and like and our stump a stump of a tree looks like a fingerprint on Mm -hmm. a human exactly even the fruits and vegetables hold the same aspects like you look into an orange sequences exactly and it looks like your lungs and like it's kidney beans we are all so interly connected and we are so important and so if you're listening to this right now i want you to know that you are so loved and you have such a big purpose in this life. Yep, and you're a part of a galactic family that loves you. Exactly. Amen to that. And uh, we are denying and corrupting our role as caretakers of the earth. Yeah. Yep. We're not here to conquer it. We're barely taking care of ourselves these days, let alone the earth. Well, like, that's the thing. We're trashing our bodies. We're trashing mother gaia yep we're trashing it all and yeah well because we're basing it off of competition when it's supposed to be cooperation yes. going mm. back to what you said earlier yes. it's not about survival of the fittest no. it's about working together exactly yes. and, and when we start to work together that's when the magic on this planet is going to happen we need to unite especially right now with what's going on in the world today yeah we need to unite as humanity and bring together the light workers to create the new earth that we are manifesting mm-hmm. and stop taking advantage of each other stop yes. taking advantage of our gifts that the earth has given us 
the trees, the rivers, the everything. Yep. We're taking major advantage of it all and just to get ahead, just to get validation, just to, I don't I don't know, everyone has these other motives, but they're not aligned with our true purpose and why we were created for this planet. Well, the <laughs> thing is it's like when we're taught in our mainstream schools and and everything, our sciences that are mainstream, what happens is they teach us like again Trinity said, we are a random accident. Mm. That's what they're teaching people. Exactly. So mm. then you don't cherish the yeah. earth. Isn't that interesting that they would teach you that in, in school? I know. It seems a little depressing and like right? dismal. Hmm. Another interesting thing, too, that I think came out of the Pleiadian channelings is um, they talk about how there was the the Neanderthal and the Homo sapiens, but they also mention a third level evolution of of humans i think they refer to them as the homo galacticus or homo galactus that's what we're supposed to evolve into yes and i think this i read this 10 years ago and i think at this point these people should be on the earth by now that's us and i think they're the people who are <laughs> yeah part of the awakening they the yep. people who call themselves the light workers and the star seeds exactly and the people who are literally calling themselves gala- like referencing them galactically um, galactic ambassadors Yes, and I think it's less of a DNA evolution with this transition. I think it's more of a consciousness evolution yep. than it was the first time was more physical changing in our in our yep. DNA, whereas this is a, a changing in our consciousness because the DNA is already, you know, top notch. Yep. It's the consciousness that's suffering. We also need to take in consideration that we are in almost like a consciousness cage right now because there are galactic entities that are not for surely on our side and want to biologically merge with us. And I'm talking about artificial intelligent beings, species, if you want to call them Dracos, reptilians, I don't know, whatever you want to call them, but they are here on this planet and And they are technically a part of us too. Yes, they are a part of this galaxy. But the thing is, is that they are a dying species. So they're trying to merge with humanity, especially right now Mm. so that they can continue on their Uh, species evolution and we need to realize that we need to wake up to the fact that we are being manipulated through the propaganda on the television and and the news and whatnot and it's them because you want to know something i've seen them i've seen their eyes shifting i can tell um when i would go out into the streets and see people in the news their eyes are not human i could see through i could see through them and i could see them shifting into um reptilian draconian like beings and that's when that's when it hit me like a ton of bricks like we are not alone yep. on this planet and we should never believe that there are no aliens they have been trying to uh, suppress the knowledge of aliens since the roswell crash yep. and we need to realize as a species that you know when every when whenever anyone speaks about aliens why do or extraterrestrials or anything like that why does the mainstream media bash them especially up till recently like only within the last year and a half have they acknowledged aliens. Yeah, they've acknowledged it Very with those, true. Yeah. those videos that um, the United States government released. And I think now they're starting to be like, yeah, there's aliens, but I think they're going to try and pivot it in a way to make it seem like they're a threat. Yeah. Disclosure Project, too. That was a huge mm-hmm. release of, yeah. of alien information yeah. back in 2001. And uh, never saw the light of the day because 9-11 happened and that like took everything over. I think it was strategically wise. planned that way. Yes. And for other reasons, but that was definitely a, yeah. Absolutely. On the docket of reasons. Yep. Um, and going back to the reptilian and the shape-shifting and the eyes and stuff. Just yesterday, I, I learned um, 
that years ago people saw the queen yes switch forms yes and they shot everybody up that was talking about it and actually they released something on the the royal website pertaining to it trying to like explain it but then it ended up getting removed because like, we swear the everyone queen. yeah no it was actually it, like I, I i know you guys all saw the queen in a in her organic state and it talked about her, her family That's is a afraid of way to describe someone literally she's ad- totally organic uh, literally admitting it that like that that's her true form, and and her whole a whole royal family oh, yeah, has the same all, form. They but they're worried are. about not being accepted by the public because of how they appear, how they look, mm-hmm. like so nonchalantly the way it was being talked oh, about. But, I want to bring something up too. But the yeah, the website got taken down. Everything got hushed, hushed. Oh yeah. If you talked about it, you were blasted as yeah, crazy. And you're crazy. Yeah, exactly. And, and Vladimir Putin came out confirming the whole thing, saying wow. he too saw her shapeshift before. Yep. So, so it's one thing to discredit a hobo on the street or like a, a Joe Schmo on the street. I've seen it. I've seen but it myself. this is a world leader saying yep. this. So in Dr. Richard Stratman's book, DMT, The Spirit Molecule, it's a fantastic book. I suggest oh, yes, you guys yes. read it. So there was this one part that really stuck with me there was a psychiatrist who was friends with his patient and they were just, you know, hanging out in their apartment, condo, whatever. And they decided to do DMT. Well, while they both did DMT, the patient, which was the friend of the psychiatrist, started to see the psychiatrist morph into this, he called it a wiggly reptile. Ah. Do you think that the technology that they had was wearing off or you could see through it? Yeah, if- I think that because DMT is naturally in everything in the grass and the trees in our lungs and our bodies and our blood and yes. everywhere. And we are actually it's lacking. It's a God particle, right? It's what makes us see. Yes. And we are actually lacking. We're lacking DMT because they are, they're taking it away from us, right? Through, yes. through building all these cities and whatnot. And our diets. Okay. And our deca- diets. They make, us decal- they make us calcify our penile gland. Yes. And so in this book, when, when the patient saw the, the psychiatrist in his true form, he freaked out and gave him all of these pharmaceutical drugs to try and drug him into believing that he was going crazy. Wow. And so that just goes and Not shows. Cool. Yeah. That just goes to show that they are suppressing this knowledge they they are also using technology that to to basically cloak themselves with the cameras cloak themselves sorry in front of cameras in front of us but when we raise our consciousness and open up our dmt which is in our pineal gland that's where it, it it festers in then we can start to see through the veil, see through the matrix and the technology that they have created. Going back to humans being the keepers of of the earth and you talking about Christianity and Catholicism trying to disprove like a lot of that because it doesn't fit the narrative. It's funny how much of it actually proves it. Like the story of Adam and Eve, they were garden keepers like yes. they were there they were put on the earth to take care of the earth yes so it, it does it's it's the exact story i was telling about the pleiadian channelings and i'm also a firm believer that there's a lot of metaphorical 
um, stories in the Bible that are actually talking about the science of creation. For example, Adam and Eve um, and Adam splitting his rib and, and creating Eve from it. That was li- a metaphor for the very first Adam splitting into two Adams, yep. um, which continued on the creation of the human race. The AM, which is Adam, and the, and the Eve, which is the PM, becoming basically the moment we became a dual a dualistic existence because you can't experience your own joy without knowing pain. You can't, you don't know what a good person is without knowing a bad person without having duality, without having contrasting elements. You can't recognize and experience your own existence. So I think that story was all about the duality of the earth coming to exist and the splitting of the first atom. Yep. But yes, please Love discuss it. the the Greg Braden God Eternal because I think that's so interesting. So he found out that in the Torah, first off, all of our destinies and all of our lives are written in the Torah, which I find is incredible. And he also said that it's linked to certain um, letters that are in our DNA. And those letters that are inside of our DNA read God Eternal in the body, meaning that God is residing within us. So do not alter your DNA, everybody. Wink, wink. Because God eternal is inside of us. Yes. <laughs> Don't do anything that may alter your precious God eternal DNA. Exactly. Like, I'm saying that with the utmost love towards everybody. Yes. I mean, with eternal love for everybody. Exactly. And wanting them to realize their divinity. Yep. And that... The power that made the body heals the body. Exactly. Yes. Oh, I'm glad you just said that. Yes. Like, oh, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Who says that line? Is that a Greg Braden phrase as well? What line? The power that uh, creates the body heals the body. I believe um, Joe Dispenza says that. Oh, yes. 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 Dr. Yes. Joe In Dispenza. In the Gaia realm, for yep. sure. Yeah. Gaia is an amazing app. I shout them out to anyone who's yes. looking for some spiritual awakenings and to be guided on the right path. Definitely. Yes. A lot of what we have learned our, ourselves and in our spiritual journey we learned from Gaia Television. Oh yeah, and the amazing the mentors, interviews. yeah, and yep. people that that you get to learn from that has inspired us to do this podcast. Yes, very like accredited human beings. Yep. That if you're somebody who doesn't get on board with spirituality because to you it doesn't it lacks scientific foundation, but you're still interested in getting on board, you definitely want to explore the Gaia Network because a lot of these people come from scientific backgrounds. Yeah, and doctors and, and physicists. Yes, and, and through what they've learned along the way and their experiences, they've become spiritual beings. Yep. Or having uh, near-death experiences, a doctor, for example, who now believes in reincarnation and all these things because of his experience. These people are very well educated yep. and very well spoken. They tie in the spirit and the science undeniably well. It, well, it goes hand in hand. Yes. And in ancient cultures, science and spirituality were actually yes, one. Yes, yes. And I think that's what our, our sacred scripts are, our, our scriptures are, like like the Bible, for example. People take it so literal. Yep, it's parables. When it's, yeah, when it's metaphorical. Allegory. And it's like stories that have, the, they're explaining the nature of the earth, the nature of the human body, the nature 
of a personality. Like I've read that Jesus and his disciples are actually representative of the horoscope house, the zodiac houses, and the personalities and the stories. And the, like it, it's not just telling how we work it's telling how the universe works and people are making it so literal and turning this sacred text into vehicles to oppress to violate to condemn to judge to throw the book at someone as you would say and to me you're trying to play god you're not knowing god you're you're trying to be god Mm. and and i think that's a dangerous game to play any any religion or faith that promotes segregation or expressing your will over theirs, I think is coming from the wrong place. At least the people aren't. Absolutely. For sure. Anything fear-based, that's mm-hmm. that's, yep. that's my compass when I'm maneuvering. I've studied Buddhism, uh, Judaism, Christianity, Taoism, Jainism. I've read lots about all of those. And what I do is keep the similarities that aren't based in fear and that doesn't leave you with much man do on others as you want <laughs> done on you that's something that is literally to me the only thing that matters and and then it's found in all of the scriptures yep. it's just treat other people as as yourself exactly. you know but where we where we go wrong is people don't even know how to treat themselves anymore exactly well because they think that they're an accident yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Which is not true. You're here for a purpose and yeah, here for a and, reason. Yeah, and they live in a society that's designed to make them feel unworthy, yep. unvalidated. Yep. It's never enough. You have to be more. You have to do more. You have to buy more. It's consume, consume. You're right. Yes. We fear, live in a fear, fear, yep. consume, consume. Yes. We, li- we live in a matrix. We live in a society based on pathological consumption. It breaks my heart to know what humanity could be exactly me too because we have so much potential it actually is every day i know oh my gosh i think so many people feel that way too but we have to create this world guys that's why we need to connect you need to connect with your fellow light workers we need to create the world that we want to live in the change we want to be and it's happening because it is happening more and more people are waking up more and more people are recognizing it yep. our divinity standing and in their power yeah, we're yes be, we're and waking other age. people up and saying and seeing our worth and seeing our value and seeing our potential and now we're all working towards manifesting that together let me tell you 10 years ago to be a spiritualist was so hard and so lonely and you felt like such an outcast weirdo which was fine because when you're a spiritualist i mean you kind of thrive on that but at the same time there is a there's something depressing about knowing that you're one in a million who think that way, who feel that way. Because like I said, you want everyone to think and feel that way because it's so empowering and beautiful and unifying and it breaks your heart. And it seems so far away. It seems so far away back then for us to be there. But now it's so close. Now, every day I wake up feeling more and more jazzed about life because I see more and more people waking up to the reality of our existence. I think we're, we're leaving the material age. I know that after the fall of the Greek philosophers and all yes. of these, the great minds, there still are great minds, but I believe it was Plato and he, he got a lot of his teachings from Egypt. He borrowed them from earlier philosophers as well. And that kind of faded out around the same time that the Roman Catholic Church gained its power. And they controlled the narrative and I think we slipped into a very materialistic mm, age. Yes. As they say. But it's nice yep. to see 
the awakened community using tools like facebook and instagram and twitter and these things that were designed to segregate us to push us further into the self gratification validation culture material and we're taking hold of these tools meant to devolve us and we're using them to network and communicate and get stronger as a community and evolve us which which to me is a sign is that god god eternal sign god is with us god is on our side absolutely the almighty god is here with us working through us Yes. Because God eternal is inside of our bodies. And as the Bible <laughs> would say, no weapon forged against us shall prosper. So it's like you, they made these to hurt us, but we're actually using them to heal us and yep. to free us. And it's like, joke's on you, Matrix. <laughs> yeah, we got to yep. use the tools that, that they put out there, right? Technology yes. isn't yes. totally bad. I mean, we're going to use it. Like, you could use a knife to make a meal, or you could use it mm. to, you know, butcher something. And oh, yes. Good analogy. Yep. It's important to know that. We're going to have to work to alongside these. To cut you free? Te- yeah, exactly. Or cut you up. Yeah, exactly. We're going to need to use these technologies um, that are favor. put out there. We're going to have to use them to our benefit. And and I think at one point, there'll be a, kind of a fork in the road for humanity. Where it's, it's here. It's like, yes. do you want to merge with AI or do you want exactly. to carry on being a, a human? One day we'll have that instruction manual and we'll understand how actually important we are. And we're just beginning to understand it. Yes. Exactly. Especially with the uncovering of the Nag Hammadi texts, the Sumerian texts, mm-hmm. yep. um, the Gospel of Thomas, the Gospel of Mary Magdalene. These are all coming to our knowledge. In, yes. And we are now, as humanity, we have this thirst for learning where we came from who we are and why we're here yeah, they can't yes. stop us and wait till all the books the vatican hidden start coming out oh yeah oh my goodness the the bombshells of knowledge that are hidden in in it's coming from us by um by the catholic church is just mind-blowing there's 13 books left out of the bible there's way for more example. than 13 like, i want to know what those those say like how can we take something as the whole truth when it's been very obviously manipulated and oh, pieces yeah. of it have been taken from us and i would love like, to even just spend an hour in the vatican library yeah that would be incredible right? they say that the alexandria burnt down i think they just conveniently hid it oh yeah it oh, burnt down. Definitely. they, the they definitely stuff. hid the stuff and they then burned a record it. throughout time for hiding art and and, and things like that yeah. so yeah. i wouldn't be surprised and like the hopeful thing too is like given how we've taken yeah the technology used against us imagine how much we're going to excel and soar when the technology that has been hidden from us oh yeah that was designed to bring us to the next level comes out whoo we gonna go wild oh yeah i've yeah. actually heard a theory that since we are being manipulated our free will is being infringed upon yes so it's becoming apparent to other civilizations that have remember how we were talking about you know we have a lot of other worldly dna and, yep. and and gifts from the galaxy in us yes well they're starting to take notice and now they're saying wait you're manipulating humanity's free will yep we're not going to allow this anymore and and i think it's going to come out in our in our lifetimes for sure it is definitely coming who we actually are. it's coming out in the next 10 years guys anymore Heck yes. I just want to thank you, Trinity, for bringing this topic up this week. High five. Such a gem. Thank you guys for joining us. 
I'd just like to say if you guys want to contact us, you can email us at stellarnosis at protonmail.com. Sending our audience so much love. We love you guys. You can catch a new episode of Stellar Gnosis every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on YouTube and Spotify. Keep it real, guys. See you next week.